What's up, people? And welcome back to another episode of the Ren Pod. It's me, your main boy, uh, Morgan. I'm very excited today. Uh, and I have a very special guest. It's it's the hype version of this person who's usually here. Uh, so it's like it's like pulling a, a rare Pokemon card. We have uh, we have the hype version of Braulio. <laughs> Yes, I am here. I'm excited. I'm ready for this Disney Investor Day. Dude, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah, this is this has been insane. Like since this morning, Disney essentially was like, hey, you guys like uh, you guys like nerd stuff. How about uh, how about I bring nerd Christmas to you like early? It's a week early. Yeah, <laughs> not only that, but they they Disney's are Disney's Disney's good, man. They said keep your expectations low don't don't expect too much or not disney themselves but like you know all the leakers and stuff and yeah i am beyond blown away not just for marvel but for star wars disney pixar everything i love from hulu to fx i can't wait I'm telling you, Disney definitely 100%. They just drop leaked stories sometimes so that they can catch who's the who's the mole in the company so that they can lock stuff like this down. I agree. Like, there's no way they don't. I agree. I agree with you. You know, so, yeah, uh, today we're going to talk about Disney's Nerd Christmas. Um, and that's like our main thing. We're also going to recap some of the highlights of the video game awards because that happened tonight. And uh, I watched that. So I'll walk Bradley through some stuff uh, and get his opinion on that. Um, we're also going to talk about some of the video ideas that we're actually working on and some of the, the current video series that we're actually doing because we've mentioned it, but we never actually talk about what it is. And so you guys never really actually know what we're doing, um, but we're doing stuff. And then, of course, we're going to do uh, our recommendations of the week. We have one question of the week this week. And then, you know, uh, we'll go on about our uh, our day or you'll re-listen to this or another episode or something like that. But, uh, yeah, as always, um, links to find our stuff will be somewhere to click on and uh, and, you know, rate this, subscribe, share it, do all the things that, you know, you're supposed to do. So, um, yeah. How about we jump into it? Right. Let's do it. So like this morning, like eight hours this morning, first of all, I went to sleep at like six o'clock this morning. So I woke up at about 10 or 11 and someone tweeted about the whole Disney investor day thing. I never pay attention to any investor day stuff. I don't know if you do, Braulio. I do when I know it's Marvel related, but since they, since every leaker that I least, that I listen to or that I trust, they all kept saying the same thing. Like don't expect too much from today. They might you know, hint at Black Widow's release date or they might show like another trailer for WandaVision. But that's as far as my expectations went. So throughout the whole day, I was kind of like, meh, I wasn't really caring for it until I saw what was happening. Yeah, like I'm kind of the same way, Um, especially with like companies that like I have any stake in. Like I, I know like that's what you're supposed to do or whatever. You're supposed to like pay attention so you know what to trade and whatever but i don't i don't pay attention i don't care <laughs> like whatever i'm here for the dividends you know what i mean like that's what <laughs> yeah. like like it means nothing to me so i was like i was busy like working on editing and all the type of stuff for a video that's going out tomorrow and then people kept like tweeting stuff at me which you can uh follow me on twitter at morgan l brooks you can follow braulio uh braulio show one yay on the on the twitter so people kept uh people kept saying stuff and I was looking and I was like, oh, what's 
what's going on here? And then I, I checked and Disney was just dropping show after show after show on the on the Twitter feed. And I was like, what? 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 <laughs> Why are all these things trending? What's happening? <laughs> the thing that I found so freaking incredible, man. And I'm going to try to keep it as PG as possible. But there, there might be some expletives that might slip out. I'm just pre-warning you guys. I'm beyond excited. <laughs> and it's hard to keep track of what I'm saying. But anyways, so the thing that impressed me the most was the fact that not just Marvel got love, not just Star Wars got love, but everything got love from Pixar to Hulu to and Disney Animation to the live remakes. Everything is getting represented, man. And 2021 is going to be a jam-packed year. I don't know how any other company is going to have like any spotlight with everything that Disney's dropping because it's not just like small projects here and there. It's like huge stuff that's coming. Exactly. And a lot of it's coming to Premiere Access, which tells me something um, very intriguing because Disney, we like we all know that like Disney 100 percent knows like plenty of people like when it comes to people in power and whatever. So if they're pretty much like settling in to the idea of Premiere Access and the idea of like, hey, people are going to be at home for a while like let's let's sort this out and let's figure this out and just prepare to have everything go digital as opposed to like what wb and a few other studios are doing where they're trying to like balance the two and be like maybe people will go back into theaters maybe this stuff will be over by the time 2021 comes around disney's like nah we know it's not (laughs) yeah it's not and it makes no sense for you to try to risk profits when Look, just think about it this way. This not Disney. Netflix has over 140,000 million subscribers, right? I mean, over 140 yeah. million subscribers. And their revenue is in the billions. Not their gross, I mean, their gross margins, not necessarily the revenue, but their gross margins is in the billions. You think that Disney, who's already at 70 plus million subscribers without fresh new content except for the mandalorian is not gonna pull in millions of subscribers now that they're gonna be dropping a bunch of stuff here and there not just in disney plus but in hulu man and fx exactly and everything even stars that disney owns in foreign countries it's just yeah insane exactly so um so yeah let's let's get it because this is gonna end up being 15 hours if we don't start uh listing all the stuff that disney dropped and then get our ideas for it out um yeah. so we're following along with the thread we're just kind of you, you guys will hear if you like things about it you can uh you can go ahead and, and uh you know whatever that started i don't know you'll figure it out <laughs> but the first thing that they dropped was um raya and the last dragon which I, I haven't heard anything about this. Hey, did you hear anything about this before they announced it? No, I have no idea what this is, but it looks to me like it's a Disney animation. So Disney animation has a lot of good content. So, you know, if it's something good, it's... it's I mean, it's Disney. More than likely, it's going to end up being good because the last big project that they released was Moana, right? Yeah, I think so. Or, I mean, Frozen uh, 2. Frozen, Frozen 2 come last... after that? Yeah, because that's part of yeah. Disney Animation, not Pixar. So, yeah. Um, I, so far, haven't been disappointed in Disney Animation. So, uh, to be honest with you, I'm kind of on the neutral side of this because I haven't heard anything about it. And I, when it's there, I'll watch it. But as of right now, I'm just neutral. 
is that like it has a very uh the naming has a very like kubo and the two strings feel to it like the the animation style looks like a moana situation um it looks cool i'll watch yeah, it f- i'll pay yeah 30 bucks i don't know <laughs> yeah and it looks like it's going to be um more of a female tarzan with powers because if you look at the poster in the background that looks like to be some sort of dragon or deity or something yeah yeah that looks super cool i mean it's called the last dragon so i'm assuming she in some way finds the last dragon in a pete's dragon situation how many times can i say dragon uh (laughs) you sir have blown my mind away i didn't even pay attention to that Uh aha Yeah, like, it's probably, like, a Peach Dragon situation. Even her sword, like, if you look at the poster, like, her sword, I think, has a two-headed dragon on the hilt. Yes, it does. Like, yeah, so, I mean, mean, she probably, like, somehow comes into contact with the last dragon. That gem is probably something to do with it, and then she probably has to, like, get it somewhere that she needs to get it to before the end of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll be richer for the experience exactly i mean you're you're probably definitely gonna watch this you have a child you know yeah sure let's watch it for the child wink wink exactly like i'm listen i'm in a house full of adults and i'm gonna watch this movie um uh, i got a question for you though what do you yeah. think premiere access is gonna be do you think they're still gonna follow the mulan route and do 30 bucks or you think they're gonna lower it lower it since they received so much backlash for the mulan situation everything mulan related I think they're going to refine it. I think they'll probably lower it a little bit. Not to, I don't think they'll lower it to like $5 or something, but I think they'll, because what's Amazon at? Amazon's premiere access is like, what, 10 bucks or something like that? 10, 15 bucks? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so they'll probably like do that or make it 20 or something. And then, uh, and maybe, you know, to offset the cost with, uh, with the Disney Plus subscription or something like that. And then, you know, people will probably be like, all right, cool. I think I think it was really the problem was Mulan, uh, Mulan was the first one to do it. So anything, anybody who did it was going to face a problem. Now people are like, OK, yeah, whatever. This is just how it is. <laughs> yeah, there's no new norm. Yeah, like whoever did it first was going to be was going to have that same issue. Um, and it also didn't help that it was Mulan, you know, like that didn't help. Um but now I think, especially with this, like it's probably going to be a good movie. So I don't think people will be too angry about having spent that money on something like this, as opposed to like that Mulan movie. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think that'll be OK, you know. Um, so so that's going to be fun and it's going to launch in a whole bunch of places. That's crazy. Um, and yeah. then of course, like you said, they, they have star and star plus and all these different, uh, all these different countries in, in Asia, um, all over the place and all this type of nonsense. Right. Yeah. Um, and Disney, Disney so, plus, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um, Disney plus is actually, uh, strengthening his partnership with hot start. So, you know, the, the, the Disney mostly own streaming service in India and Indonesia. So a lot of the content is not just going to be limited to the U.S. It's also going to be everywhere, which is a good thing for, for international fans that want to, you know, stay in the know, stay in the loop, and they haven't had that chance, especially with other streaming providers. So good on Disney for doing that. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so 
I think uh, I think Disney realized how little people actually use Hulu. Um, I don't know if you use Hulu. Do you use Hulu? I use it sporadically, like whenever there's something that I need to watch, but it's not something that I'm actively browsing. Exactly. Like, I think that's that's what uh, that's what it is for me, because I have it with my Disney Plus subscription because I refuse to pay for Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, re- I refuse. Um, I remember when it was free. OK, I remember it. I might seem old to you young kids now, but I remember when Hulu was free. <laughs> I actually have Hulu as a standalone service and I pay for the uh, ad free version. I refuse. I refuse to do it because it's twelve dollars. All right, and I never use it. Um, I used to use it only for Always Sunny and then Rick and Morty and kind of and Adventure Brothers and you know like the Adult Swim stuff um, mm-hmm. that you couldn't get anywhere. But then Rick and Morty, of course, is on HBO Max now. Hopefully, Venture Brothers will be on HBO Max pretty soon. That way, I can just watch that. Um, Key and Peele's on HBO Max. So the only thing that I use Hulu for is Always Sunny and Venture Brothers right now. And I don't watch those all the time. <laughs> well, if you're a Marvel fan, now you're going to have a greater incentive to get Hulu. Hulu, um, the one of the mid-tiers or even the highest tier. Now that they're going to be adding a lot of the R-rated Marvel movies, not just any MCU R-rated films that might drop or anything, but they're also going to be adding like older films like um, the Deadpool, Logan. And if I'm not mistaken, there's rumors that the Blade trilogy might end up on Hulu. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I mean, I'm not, listen, I'm not using it for Logan. I own that movie. I still haven't, listen, I bought that movie and I still haven't watched it after buying it. <laughs> I have a few of those like that. Is it like I saw it in theaters um, and it was the first time that I almost cried in many years. Um, Like I got I got right to the edge. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. And then uh, and then I just barely didn't. And I was like, oh, (laughs) Um, but I was like sad. I was so sad after that. But um, Hulu, clearly, I think Disney is now rolling in the ESPN plus stuff to Hulu with the Hulu interface. So. That's uh, yeah. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> well, I'm not a big um, ESPN person. I'm not a sports person at all. But they did have um, some cool announcements for ESPN as well. Now they're going to be partnering with the SEC. And they're going to be showing college football games starting with the 2024 season. So that's pretty exciting if you're into college football. Exactly. Like I use ESPN Plus for UFC and F1. So kind of and rugby. So pretty much like all the sports. I'm not a big American sport guy, but I do. I love foreign sports. Um, so go on. Go Essendon Bombers. Uh, anybody from Australia. I think there's a few of you listening to this. So um, if you if you dislike my choice of a footy team, tweet at me and yell about it. Um, I'll get into it with you. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy foreign sports, so I use ESPN Plus for that pretty much, and mm. and the UFC because uh, you know I like watching people punch each other. I guess I don't know, <laughs> like it's fun. I don't uh, whatever. But now I have to use Hulu for this. I'm gonna have to pay money. Like I've got to now. I gotta do more stuff. <laughs> like I hate it. I hate this. 
But if you have the Disney um, Plus bundle with Hulu, you get all that included. I do. I have the bundle, but my question becomes, and they haven't answered it, but my question becomes, um, am I going to have to, are they going to essentially do, are they going to essentially do what they did with regular Hulu to ESPN plus? Cause right now ESPN plus has like only two tiers really like ESPN plus. If you pay for it, then you can watch pretty much everything except for like specialty stuff. And then you just pay for that like individually but if i I, like i wonder if they're gonna do the hulu thing with espn plus now that it's moving on to that platform uh it's a good question not sure yeah so we're gonna you know we'll have to figure that out um but yeah i mean it's gonna be uh very interesting but beyond college football they're also getting a peyton manning hosted show that has ronda rousey in it so that's gonna be and Eli Manning. So, you know, Eli still living his brother's shadow. Um, you know how it is. Uh, and David Ortiz and Abby Wambach. Um, so that's going to be interesting <laughs> for people who like sports. I just mentioned it because it's Ronda Rousey and I like Ronda Rousey. Um, <laughs> I have no idea who any of these people are. Ronda Rousey, you know. I mean, her, I know her, I know. Yeah. I mean, I know her from um, WWE and the Fast and the Furious cameo. But I never actually nice. saw any of her fights. Expendables. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Beyond that, she's very good. At, she was very good at fighting, um, and she's very good at the video games. She's a very big gamer, so um, you know, big fan. Um, so Steve Martin and Martin Short are going to be joined by Selena Gomez uh, to host a new series called "Only Murders in the Building," coming to Hulu and Star. This has potential to be a train wreck. Why would you say that? Two people that are way past their prime and somebody that's not somebody that I could see hosting a, a television show. Sorry to the Selena Gomez fans, but I am not looking forward to this. Out of all the announcements, this is the one that kind of turned me off the most. Have you not checked out Selena Gomez's uh, HBO Max cooking series? is atrociously scripted wow wow yeah hot takes hot takes um i have not watched it uh i wanted to i was going to i still am because uh mildly I, you know I, I i like selena gomez um i may or may not have a poster of selena gomez somewhere in my bedroom from when i was 13 may or may not i will not admit to it um but I may have it somewhere. Um, who's oh. to say? But I like Steve Martin and I like Martin Short. They're both still pretty funny, even in their older age. Like, it, 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 I think Selena Gomez is pretty good at. They are. I love them. They're great. <laughs> did you see Steve Martin's one man show? <laughs> yes, I did. Did you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, I felt like I was watching uh, older guy that's not funny trying to f- make funny jokes and you're laughing because you're you're trying to be polite like <laughs> get this crazy guy out of here they're they're good together i think that's what it is like they're very the two of them together are very good um martin short of course is still he's still very funny i think she does a lot of like writing behind the scenes right now 
but I, I'm excited to to see. They were the original Middleditch and Swartz, you know. Now Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz are like out and about doing stuff, but Steve Martin and Martin Short started that. <laughs> I don't know, man. For me, I'm telling you, this is the one announcement that kind of almost made me not only get off Twitter but cancel my Twitter account. Wow. I mean, I'm gonna. I'll try it out. We'll we'll see what happens, and then I'll I'll let you guys know whether or not you should uh, burn your televisions for having seen it. Um. I'll, I'll live vicariously through you. Nice. Uh, okay, so the dropout is gonna tell the story of Elizabeth Holmes, played by Kate McKinnon, very funny lady, um, on Hulu and Star. A lot of stuff coming to Hulu and Star right now. Our our rate of stuff. So that's good if you're into. Not necessarily raunchy stuff, but like not PG stuff. So, exactly. Uh, this announcement really, honestly, the next like ten announcements kind of mid for me. You know, not nothing that's like, ooh, but like, yeah, it happened. <laughs> yeah, same here. So for for any and uh, these upcoming announcements, I might not have much to say, and that's because I really don't care about any of these announcements except for the next one. Exactly. Like we're gonna. Oh, you mean dope sick? Yeah. Michael Keaton, Peter Skarsgård, Rosario Dawson. I'm yes. a Rosario Dawson guy. Yes. Oh. And Michael Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton, bro, good. he's eating well. This dude went from Marvel to Warner Brothers. Well, I can't. Wow, that was very Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> from Marvel <laughs> to WB to back to Disney. And now he's just this. This guy is a chameleon, man. He could do anything exactly stay paid you know stay paid yeah and then rosario dawson oh the motto god fantastic yes yes rosario dawson you heard it here folks uh braulio is a big rosario dawson simp he heard it here yes minus the s word which i do not like but i will accept feed pics from her (laughs) he hates the label but he does the thing Listen, it's it's the um, same as um back in the day when you're you barely speak English and they call you a hick. I, I hate that. Very true. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I I use a, I use the term in a in a very loving loving sense, um, because it's very funny, uh, because some people take it way out of context and it's like, yeah, whatevs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, big 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 ups for for Rosario Dawson, Michael Keaton, and uh, you know Peter Skarsgård for actually getting to be in the in the same show as them you know <laughs> yes enjoy the it's like he's the the nerd hanging out with the cool kids exactly you know um so yeah we got some more uh, we got some more mid stuff coming up nicole kidman and melissa mccarthy in nine perfect strangers nobody really is too excited about that that it happened yeah. it, it exists let, 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 um live and let live you exactly uh the handmaid's tale got a season five or, or a se- yeah season five they got renewed for another season um and season four comes in 2021 so uh if you're very excited about that um good on you i have not watched that show so i can't i don't have any opinions Ooh, on it i probably show, should man. it's such a good show it just seems depressing to it's me not. like i'm not good with like depressing shows it's not depressing at mm. all what it is 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 a. Uh... It tugs at certain emotions that you wouldn't think you have, like um, mm. exasperated anger and disgust. But at See, the I'm same not... time, it's such a good show. 
See, I'm not good with that. I like I can't I don't like having to watch a show where I have to deal with more than about three episodes of anger towards a character that deserves comeuppance and then they don't get it. Mm-hmm. You, know? <laughs> you know what's also cool? I the Handsmaid's Tale, it's it was weird to see it in a Disney thread. But at the same time, you forget sometimes, at least I do, that Hulu is a big part of Disney now. And it's a sense the handsmaid sales essentially a Disney show, which is crazy to think yes. about. Yes. Like I know what the, I know what the show's about. And it's like I really like I want I want them to get vengeance, and I can't sit through several seasons without them getting revenge. <laughs> can't do it. I can understand that sentiment. <laughs> You know, so it's it's very like I, I I don't do well with shows like that where it's like, no, it's coming eventually, because what if the show gets canceled? Then I never get to see it. I don't get that. Like when they finish the show and I know how many seasons I have to sit through mm-hmm. before revenge happens, then I'll probably watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I feel you. Yeah, like that's kind of, you know, it, it just it get grates on me. Um so we got some FX. FX has things. Uh, Atlanta's coming back. Awesome. Great. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed that show. <laughs> uh, American Horror Story. I was. I never. I didn't watch it. So. I thought that's a season two. So, I mean, good on them for coming back, I guess. Exactly. Dave. Um, I've been meaning to start Dave. I just didn't yet. <laughs> uh, I like purple. Uh, is yeah, is that is that a show about um Lil Dicky? I'm definitely not watching it. But what you don't like Lil Dicky? No, I never wish harm upon anybody, but I will not save this man if he's about to be hit by a train and get peed by a dog. I love Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky's crazy. <laughs> I despise the man. Is there any particular reason you got beef? It's, it's, I don't find his way of breathing air to be appealing to me. And anything that he does kind of uh, annoys me. Like, oh, my, 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 my dangalang is small. <laughs> Shut up. It's corny. I don't like it. You heard it here first, bro, folks. Braulio has beef with Lil Dicky. And when Lil Dicky comes on the show, they are going to fist fight. I will hope so. I will pray for that. I will welcome that. I will let him get five hits in before anything. <laughs> just just stop breathing. I hate the guy. This, this is the new <laughs> Logan Paul <laughs> VKSI. <laughs> Oh, oh god I, I'm getting um, I'm getting I don't know if it's the liquor or what but I'm getting hot and little Dicky, if you're <laughs> listening to this you are a waste of space and the only good thing you ever done was that song with Chris Brown uh, Freaky Friday wow um little Dicky, I love you uh I quite enjoy your song Pillow Talk um where it's just your brain cause I, I feel those same emotions um but yeah, I've been meaning to watch the show. I'm going to watch it. Uh, don't fight me. <laughs> Unless it's for money. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, one of my favorite shows, What We Do in the Shadows, getting a new season. Woo! Love that show. Um, it's a great, great show. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, Mayans, I haven't seen that. I probably should. 
I hear it's good. So have I. I never actually <laughs> paid attention to it, but I, I do hear things, uh, good rumors about it. Exactly. Uh, better things. Never heard of it. Snowfall. Never heard of it. That's happening. Exactly. And uh, Archer. Oddly, I don't know how Archer is the show that has stuck around so long, and I don't know if anyone watches it anymore. <laughs> uh, they do mostly because, or at least from what I've hear people in the real world that the only reason that they watch it is because they enjoy they enjoy Bob's Burger and they enjoy the the cross pollination between the two uh yeah there yeah i think that's why i got back into watching it too like archer is one of those shows like the jokes get extremely repetitive because it's the same joke yes every episode yes like and it's it gets annoying to a certain degree like i've seen all of it i don't know why but i keep watching the show every few like every few months i'll just see if there's a new season and if there is i'll just watch it <laughs> like late at night this, that's me and um family guy <laughs> Yeah, like Archer is my family guy, you know, like I just I like it's the same joke. I know it's the same joke. It's the same with American Dad to actually American Dad's better because it's like it's a different joke for the most of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like Archer is always the same exact thing. But I love the Lana stuff. I love the Russian robot girlfriend stuff. Like it's hilarious for some reason. I don't know why. Cool, cool. (laughs) You know, and Pam. Hmm. Mm, both versions of Pam. I don't care. And uh, the, the rich one, Cheryl. She's great. <laughs> I need to watch this show. She's a walking corpse husband song, uh, and it's awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, FX is doing more stuff. The old man starring Jeff Bridges. Uh, wait, so that's interesting. Before we talk about that one, um, just to preface that a lot of the shows that we're going to be mentioning now are, is new stuff that's coming to FX on Hulu specifically which is part of the 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 deal that disney was able to get when they purchase fox so a lot of these properties is a brand new ip so i am very excited about the old man exactly yeah so yeah um because i think i think they got to keep fx right or did they have to get rid of that along with fox sports they no fx they got to keep Okay, great. Yeah, so this is all... Yeah, FX belongs to Disney now, so they get to do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, this is a new IP altogether. I mean, it's not a new IP, but exactly. it's a rebranding of an of a existing IP. Exactly. So, I mean, that's interesting. Jeff Bridges is... Uh, I'm interested to see Jeff Bridges come out of whatever hole he's been living in for the last, like, five years. <laughs> yeah, and interestingly enough, I was actually talking about Jeff Bridges yesterday. I don't know if you saw the... The Marvel video that I posted on TikTok at bearded underscore Avenger, shameless plug, but um, I actually mentioned him and anything that he does is golden. And a show about wow. him being a, a former CIA agent that has to kind of come back and have to deal with his uh, past. That's that sounds really interesting, man, because he's a great actor. Let's not forget R.I.P.D. All right. OK. <laughs> yeah. Not even the great Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds could save that train wreck of a movie. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's... Like, not to say I didn't enjoy it. I did actually enjoy it. Oddly enough, I don't know why, um, but I I enjoyed it in the way I enjoyed Green Lantern, um, which is that I should hate it, and I know I should hate it, but I still can watch it. (laughs) That's why it's enjoyable, because it's so bad that it's good in a way. 
sort of uh, like the, exactly. the Batman and Robin situation that we talked about for the Braulio Show podcast that you can find anywhere the podcasts are sold. Shameless plug, part two. Exactly. Um, American Horror Stories is getting a spinoff. So if you like that series, you're getting more of that series, which I guess enough people do like it that they're making spinoffs of something that they're still making. Um. <laughs> it's kinda, you know what I feel fear, though? If that is going to go in the same route that the Walking Dead slash Fear of the Walking Dead went. And it's because they're developing two IPs that are very... By the way, IP stands for intellectual property. Um, but anyways, because they're developing two IPs that are extremely similar, spin-offs of one from the other, that it kind of like dilutes the original and makes it worse. Yes, very much. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> it happens constantly. Yep. Like, uh, you, we saw it with um, a lot of people would say Rogue One with Star Wars. Um, and by extension, Solo. <laughs> Solo was just a big dumb of Disney. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just, it made it worse somehow um, by existing. Just by the nature of it existing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, BJ Novak is bringing the platform or platform whatever uh which is an anthology series um which is talking about i guess the boldest issues of our times um so it's i guess giving a platform to voices um this is something i'm actually very excited about same here uh reservation dogs oh not platform oh. i'm excited about that too <laughs> i'm excited for platform i'm a huge j uh bj novak uh, he did. Uh, he was actually he played Ryan in the office, and he was actually one of the writers, which is something that not a lot of not a lot of people know. So, if you're a fan of the office, then you're a fan of B.J. Novak's writing. So, excited for that. Is that he's very funny. He's a super funny guy. Yeah, very um, humble. I, I remember when I met him. Uh, very chill guy. Not, not um, he wasn't like kind of pushy away from fans. He was actually. The one that came up to us and he said, hey, how are you guys doing? Um, You know, chill guy. I like them. Enjoy them. Yeah, very cool guy. Um, A show that I'm another show that I'm actually very excited about. FX's Reservation Dogs. Um, Half hour comedy series about four Native American teenagers growing up on a res in eastern Oklahoma. Like this is uh, I mean, and it's uh, co-creators Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi. So this is like super um important uh to me and uh to several people in my family i know i i texted a cousin of mine when that uh when that news dropped and i was like hey dude you hear about this and he was like yeah i heard about it i'm super excited and i was like all right awesome glad we're on the same page about this <laughs> cool, cool, cool. um because you know you don't see it often um i think there's maybe like three movies and like one t- and banshee that's about it um where you see native american people so and I'm sure you probably feel the same way because not a lot of shows center around Dominican people either. Yeah, and the ones that do um, are always depicting us as these stereotypical ways. So um, this sounds very interesting. Yeah, so, is it, you know, this is like... And as minorities, generally, we don't get to be funny in, like, a non-stereotypical way, you know? Like everything kind of has to lend to being super stereotypical that way a certain audience will laugh at it so i'm really excited to like see 
just, you know, just like a couple of inside jokes, because I know there's going to be plenty of inside jokes that like only people from the res are going to be. And hopefully enough people will enjoy the show or maybe pick up on what's going on so that it doesn't get canceled one season in. Um, But like this is this is awesome for like uh, and for it to be made by actual native people of various because, you know, Taika Waititi's um, part Maori. So it's it'll probably have a bit of a spin of like various uh, indigenous cultures added into it, so that's uh it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And it's you know it's also cool. Um, Taika from a lot of things that people are saying around the interwebs right now, especially on movie Twitter, is that Taika Waititi is deep into bed with Disney for with all the projects that he's doing. He's doing the Thor movie. He's gonna be doing other shows for for Disney. He's gonna be doing some some Star Wars shows and some people are saying that if Alan Horn and not if but when Alan Horn retires and the obvious shoo-in for his position being Kevin Feige that Taika Waititi might get a bigger position in Disney leadership as well so I would not be opposed to that like he's the only person that I would 100% I'm 100% behind um I've I've loved Taika Waititi since like the original What We Do in the Shadows movie, um, because he's just he's super funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's really he's a great writer, um, and like good on him, you know. Keep it keep it working, you know. And Hunt for the Wilder People and all this, you know, like all this. Jojo Rabbit, great. Yeah. Oh my God, Jojo Rabbit was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Who would have known that something but, Hitler related was gonna be that great? exactly like he's just he's very funny he's a good writer and uh good on him you know do the thing get the thing done man um yeah and he's and yeah he's he's a big nerd real big nerd that guy yeah Love and it. he's uh not good friends but he's friendly with our lord and savior kevin feige so the, the friendlier he is the more he's gonna stick around with marvel which is for me the biggest uh selling point into anything yeah, and uh, hopefully he'll get Jermaine Clement. Um, and Jermaine Clement is is pretty uh, pretty deep on the Disney list as well. He he did Moana, um, did a lot of songs for that. So he, you know, hopefully the two of them will will get together and write some stuff as well because that'll bound to be hilarious. Yeah, because um, they're great. <laughs> yep. Uh, so drama coming based on a comic book series. Why the Last Man? That's coming to FX. So if you like that. I've never heard of it. Neither have I. But, uh, <laughs> you know what? Something that threw um, me off when I saw the name of this, I thought that The Last of Us was coming to Disney Plus. Or I mean to FX. Oh, you you know they would never let that happen. <laughs> no, it's coming to actually to HBO Max, which is... Wait, is it coming to HBO Max or to Prime? The Last of Us TV I th- show. I think it's HBO Max. It could be Prime. I don't know. But I think it's HBO Max. If it's Prime, it's um, not getting a second season. So I hope it's HBO Max. One hundred percent, it'll it'll it won't get a second. But I mean, we know the story. The thing, the reason why I don't care about, um, as long as it's not following Joel and Ellie, um, it is. Then I'm fine with it. But see, I don't care about that. I already know their story. I've already seen it. I've lived it. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need to see you write it. A thing that I've lived already. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to go that route, then why do you watch porn? You know what's gonna happen. Ah, it broke your. That's a different. That's a different <laughs> paycheck. You know, that's that's a different paycheck. But you know? but it's a good like, analogy. It's not a good analogy, isn't it? I didn't film it. You know, like I didn't film the thing. I was Joel. 
Yeah, and you're I, you're the guy that's <laughs> kaplowing the female. I mean, allegedly, yes. Um, Ergo, the which is why I despise when they show any person's face. Oh my Don't god, so yes. Don't do that. <laughs> it, it throws me also much. Oh, when they go from the the downward angle, which you can see the guy's Botox. Botox. Yeah, that's that's entirely too much. Um, yeah. This is so it's listen, it's natural. Everybody does it. Okay, we're we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna pretend like it doesn't happen. Um yeah. but you know, it, it's something that uh, I, I played that game for 80 hours or whatever. I lived that story. Don't just retell me the same story, you know, because you're not activating something new or different to me, you know? Like you're not bringing me something that I haven't already done what are you gonna do change the fight that's less boring yeah <laughs> or more boring <laughs> which is why i got excited when i thought it was that what was coming to to disney or to fx but it's some random ip that i never heard of so i guess exactly if you're a fan you're a fan if not then aliens is coming exactly uh alien is coming i'm not a big fan of the alien franchise um i know that that's like horrible to say but um i like the idea i enjoy the games but it's just i i have a thing about like alien movies in general you know Mm -hmm. like i think they're to a degree i think it's ridiculous that aliens are constantly depicted as something terrifying like i just i want something funny i want like a paul but for like most alien movies you know because most of them are like oh it's aliens everybody be scared and then it's like well let's kill all the aliens and it's like that's that's boring. <laughs> you know, I want something different. I want to, I want to feel something different. Um, I think that's why I like Doctor Who so much. <laughs> mm. I'm actually on the opposite camp here. I'm actually really excited for the show. I'm a, I'm a decently normal fan of the Alien franchise. I didn't like how they handled it in AVP or Alien vs. Predator, but... I did enjoy the original Alien movies with Sigourney Weaver, so the fact that she's not in this show is kind of disappointing, but I could definitely see why, but um, it's something that I will watch, but with medium expectations on it. Yeah, like I'll probably watch it um, because this is helmed by uh, Noah Hawley, who did uh, Legion and Fargo. Um, I was a big fan of Legion. Fargo um, here. And it is a oh yeah. <laughs> um and I and I do enjoy like a, a scary thrill ride. So I'm down with that. Um so I'll probably watch it. It's just, you know, I just when when the review comes out, I just want you all to know that that is why um I'm a little bit biased is because like I'm a big fan of Predator because it is some it's something different, you know? Like it's not like the aliens are super scary and every you know everybody's scared of it blah 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 they're like no 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 let's try and hunt us a predator <laughs> dude have you seen the uh, I do you like Dane Cook I do or at least I did I don't know if I still like him I haven't watched him in a while <laughs> okay let me rephrase my question does teen Morgan like Dane Cook oh teen Morgan loves Dane Cook <laughs> okay then the, the reason that I bring this up is do you remember this very specific skit when he was talking about how he dates girls and when he invites them back to his place? And no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ron, Ron's kid. When he's talking about the Windex bottle, 
that he says that oh, you put no. the Windex bottle, you know how it has the, the mist mode and it has the shotgun mode? Yep. Then when you put it on shotgun <laughs> mode, you, you do the whole aliens thing. I got a, I got a yeah. stain at three o'clock. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. You just brought back a lot of... A lot of <laughs> Long segue oh, no. into... Uh, you need to watch that skit again, man. It's so funny. I gotta... Listen, there was a long time where I was a big Dane Cook guy, and it was mostly high school. Um, And that coincided with me being the worst. <laughs> Dane Cook brings out the worst in people, but in a funny way, though. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Now I'm gonna. Be, now I'm thinking about. It. Now I'm actually gonna listen to Dane Cook when we uh while I'm editing this and putting this. <laughs> you need to watch the Dane Cook um. Vicious circle. Vicious circle. Yes, that's the best one. The best one. Uh, oh no! Um, actually, if you're a teenager listening to this, don't do what we did. Don't. I actually own the 420p resolution DVD. Oh my gosh, dude. Remember 420p? 420p was oh life back God. in the day, dude. When 420p was introduced, I remember that everybody was like, oh my God, it's the second coming of Jesus. Is that because we had upgraded from 144? <laughs> yeah, I never got to 360. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. I think I had 360 for like a day because I didn't pay attention because like YouTube changed like HTML or something like that. And then all of a sudden, four four twenty or whatever was there, you know. <laughs> I think that's around the time that they no, it wasn't around the time that dropped Flash, but it was definitely post AOL connection. Oh God, why would you make that noise? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> it's post that the non flashback early DSL era. Yes. Oh man, dude. Oh my gosh. Like, oh man. P- ah, those are good days. Yeah. I mean, they were terrible because everything looked like a brick. But <laughs> I mean, at the time, it was great because, you know, you had the fast, quote unquote, fast Internet as 56 KB. And yes. if you were lucky, oh you had gosh. 64 KB. What? You were rich. Oh, exactly. You were a little rich kid. What are you, what are you doing sitting there buffering videos in 30 seconds? What you- <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I, this is a story of how I almost um threw myself off a bridge so back when bitcoin was first being introduced i had a fairly decent computer and i used to go around the the dark webs and the deep webs you know doing Mm -hmm. kid stuff you know using tor looking up hd porn and you know from different countries whatever you know I'm I'm normal. Yes, yes, you know, whatever. Anyways, yes, yes, yes. yes. I will. I mined nineteen bitcoins. Oh no! And I sold them for a very hefty price of, mind you, nineteen bitcoins, for a dollar seventy-five. Oh no! Yep. That's like, that's like five hundred thousand (laughs) dollars. Yep. In two thousand seventeen. Yep. So. Oh no, dude! I was. I remember the smug look I got to give my mother, because I told her to buy Bitcoin when it was like ten cents. People, I got to give her that smug look when it when it hit that twenty thousand. 
dude, I just think about the fact that if I would have kept it all these years, I would have been making a Marvel movie right now, essentially. Yeah, the mistakes we've made. Yep. Really, really wasted our time on the internet. <laughs> yeah, we did. Looking up uh, fan theories and looking, downloading Dragon Ball Z pictures just to be able to print them and sell them for 25 cents a piece if you had a color printer. Yo, the hustle was real back in the day, man. Very true. Like, oh man, I should have kept, I should have stayed with awesomeness when I was with them. <laughs> I left. <laughs> oh man. Uh, waste a lot of time. Yeah. Um, but we're doing stuff now. Uh, yeah. And so is James Clavell, who's making Shot Shogun um, for FX. Uh, I am extremely excited about this. I do love cool samurai stuff. Um, Did you ever watch the original so Shogun? That'd be awesome. I have not. I should. You should, and you should watch it while either intoxicated or elevated, because it will make the experience better. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. And then uh, before we get it, we're almost at Star Wars, so it's it's already an hour. My God, um, but we're almost there. Uh, last thing from FX, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of my favorite shows, got renewed for four more seasons, so we ain't got to worry about it being canceled for a while. All right. Yay. <laughs> Gotta love that show. <laughs> Yay. Like, I'm, I'm assuming you don't watch it as, as often. <laughs> I've never watched a single episode. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Um, it's it's like it's like Seinfeld but they're worse. <laughs> I, you know, my distaste for Seinfeld, so you're not selling me on this. I have a beef with Jerry Seinfeld, but uh, Always Sunny is pretty much just, like, it's just people who are the absolute worst people, um, and they run a bar in Philadelphia, and they get into all sorts of stupidity uh, because they're the worst. <laughs> um, so it can be, it's very funny, it's very dry humor, Um but if you're like, if you enjoy, if you enjoy like a kind of a Bob's Burger-esque, kind of like a, a kind of Friends-esque vibe, then you'll enjoy Always Sunny. Um, but be prepared for them to uh, be prepared for them to make a lot of dumb jokes about uh, about boys holes <laughs> and troll tolls. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, it took us an hour to get here, but we're finally at Star Wars stuff, and then we'll finally get into Marvel stuff yes. after this. It's been a lot. Uh, this might end up being two episodes, in which case, great, because uh, that means I won't have to put something out for Christmas. Um, <laughs> uh, and don't forget, and just a little uh, hint or hint. Well, not hint, but like. Uh, Spoiler alert. Not spoiler alert, whatever. Uh, we are also going to be recording this Saturday. Uh, hopefully a live episode. So be ready to join us for that. We'll keep you posted on the Twitter machines. If we're going to go live or we're just going to do a podcast recording. But I'm excited to do, a, I guess, a recap after our emotions have settled down a bit. Exactly. Um, so most of these we can kind of burn through because it's nothing that's like super pressing um especially i think you you don't you don't enjoy a lot of the mandalorian stuff um 
but they're i mean it honestly has nothing to do there's nothing new with the mandalorian they're just making more of it Mm -hmm. um because it's extremely popular uh but they're making rangers of the new republic which is another original series set in the timeline of the mandalorian so that's happening you're not a big mandalorian guy so i'm sure you probably don't really care (laughs) i don't but um you know for the fans it's interesting and the ever-expanding Lucasfilm universe is a good thing, especially now that the the Star Wars comics are coming under the Marvel umbrella. So for me, that's exciting because that means I get to read them part of as part of my Marvel Unlimited subscription. Yeah, um, I think it's important to do stuff like this because Star Wars has a very big issue that has become extremely pressing since the sequel trilogy of everything revolving around the Skywalkers in some way. And just even if it's in shows, just getting new characters is so important in this entire like franchise. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of new characters, the one of the new shows is actually coming to to Disney Plus is not a new character at all. It's not. It's Ahsoka, played by Rosario Dawson. Hey. Hey. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody kind of knew this was going to happen since she showed up in The Mandalorian. <laughs> like, everybody was like, okay, so they're going to do it, right? <laughs> and that's kind of cool. She went from Clone Wars, which is an animated show, to Mandalorian, which is a live-action show, to having her own show. So it's a great, you know, I started as a receptionist. Now I'm, a, I'm the director kind of thing. Yes, because Ahsoka was like very annoying in like the Clone Wars, at least when I was a kid. It was probably also because I was like 13 or something. Um, no, I hear that very, like, a lot of old adults actually find her annoying as well. Yeah, because it was like it, it, the way that she was written was she was poorly written in the original uh, cartoon movie. And even to a degree in the show until like the later seasons, they really fleshed her character out and made her mature and grow up and she was no longer annoying mm-hmm. and then of course when she was in rebels and stuff she was a lot better of a character and as time went time went on they were like yeah this character knows her place now she's one of the best jedi and she's great and everybody was like you're right she is great <laughs> so uh things are happening uh andor following cassie and andor from uh rogue one that's a thing that's happening. Um, he's dead. So I, I, I don't I, like, I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like they, I, you think Star Wars would learn about prequels by now, but okay. <laughs> um, he was probably the least intriguing character in that entire movie, but uh, all right, he gets a show. Cool. <laughs> I think Disney's just enjoying the fact that they could do all these shows. Yeah, but what about a Jyn Erso show? Or the the guy who was, like, not a Jedi but was Force-sensitive? I want to show about that guy. Yeah. That's what I want to show about. You know, as a non-heavy Star Wars fan, you know who I want to see a show on? The What's the guy that... The the slug thing that had layup... Jabba the Hutt. Yes, I want to see a show on him. I knew the second you said slug. <laughs> I was like, Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jabba's like, he's awesome. I do want to, I want a hut show and not like a CGI one. I want like full animatronic. Yeah, I want to see how he made it from like a slug to being head slug or whatever. Like what, what do the they're just, slug you know, They're just do? big, you know, they're just large, you know, and they can, uh, they crush you. Yeah, but That's do, their thing. do they go with a turkey approach that they headbutt each other until they... They find the alpha. 
there's so many like like with the with, with the the huts there's so much like weirdness to their like canon yeah uh sometimes like sometimes in the canon for like the huts they're like oh they can jump like 40 feet in the air and sometimes and everyone's like no they can't look at how fat they are and they're like no no no, all that is muscle and then sometimes it's just like oh no they're all just crime they're just crime families that's it and they never tell you anything else (laughs) yeah i'll I'll be interested to watch in a show about them if they if it was to be released I hope they cover it in Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, a show starring Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Go segue. Uh, which begins 10 years after dr- the dramatic events of Don't Try It, Anakin, I Have the High Ground, um, coming to Disney Plus, and um, hopefully we'll see Ewan McGregor age <laughs> so rapidly <laughs> into Ben McKenzie. <laughs> You know what's funny though? Those these Star Wars shows, as great as they sound, they fall so much into what we were discussing during the Bradley Show podcast. That Star the Star Wars universe is small as hell. Like, can they introduce new characters? Like, is that much exactly? Much fun? Exactly. Like, it's getting to the point where you're like, what? Like, it's the same guy. Why are they? Why is it the same four people fighting each other? Why? <laughs> exactly. And this is getting very tiring, which is one of the reasons that I'm not as vested into these rumors or news or whatever. Exactly. Um, but speaking of new characters, new animated show, The Bad Batch from Star Wars, just more, uh, I guess they're bad clones and they're just doing their thing and i'm with that i'm with that um new characters do it cool cool uh and then we're getting some uh some animated short films called star wars visions based around star wars um from anime creators in japan so that's awesome this i'm excited for because and um japan animation is fantastic i'm a huge fan of anime especially dragon ball z super and why did I say it's so Spanish? Dragon Ball Z or Super and shows like Digimon Tri, stuff like that. So if they have that kind of style of animation, I am so down. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lando's coming back in Lando, um, which again, it, it becomes that thing of like, why is every OK? Like Lando was a side character, but now he's he became so popular that he becomes a main guy. All right. When's the Mace Windu show coming? Because we know it's coming. We know it's coming. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably gonna end up um, doing an R two D two show. They're gonna do a Chewbacca show. They're gonna do a show about everything. See, Bralio, you forgot about the '90s show Droids about R two D two and C three PO. I did not. I was just never into it. <laughs> They'll do it again, <laughs> and I won't. Uh, I won't rewatch it again. <laughs> um there's also going to be the acolyte a mystery thriller thriller um so hopefully uh that'll be fun i mean the galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers um of i'm assuming some jedi kids uh who probably survived the slaughtering that was anakin skywalker uh <laughs> that would bring some darkness out of me too um and then uh so, oh my gosh there's so much stuff uh oh yep there we here we go uh, a droid story this epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by r2d2 and c3po oh dear jesus 
I'm not excited about you this. You knew it. I'm not watching it. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> the one interesting part about this is that Lucasfilm's visual effects and Lucasfilm animation are actually going to be working on it together, which is something that those two franchises were actually kind of dying. So it's interesting for Disney to bring them back as opposed to bringing them under the the Disney umbrella. But I guess they're trying to keep everything in-house for whatever studio they belong to. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, uh, Industrial Light and Magic did invent a whole bunch of, like, the CGI stuff that we see nowadays. So, I mean, who who better to get it, you know, when you own the company? Wait, Disney owns Industrial Light? I think so. It was it was a Lucasfilm thing, at least originally. But I thought they got... They might not anymore. I thought they got spun out and bought out by um by Ryzen. Oh, they probably did. Those... Hopefully it did. That would suck if Disney did on them. Um, Let me see. So hopefully they got spun out. Industrial uh, Light... Yeah. It was founded by George Lucas. We know that. Uh, who owns them now? Oh, they're the parent um, company. It is. It is Lucasfilm. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. So Disney still still owns them, um, mm. and they're still doing stuff. Uh, so I mean, you got the greatest CGI company of the nineties, <laughs> and you have Pixar. Disney owns everything, man. Yes. Uh, Willow is coming back, <laughs> starring Warwick Davis. Um, <laughs> Could not care less uh, about this. <laughs> That, <laughs> that's coming back guys so all you willow fans out there <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm sorry I can't. okay 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 um james mangold is doing the next installment of indiana jones um <clears throat> who did ford v ferrari uh and harrison ford will be back <laughs> To be Indiana Jones at 85. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Dude, you'd think they would have learned after the last one with Shia LaBeouf. Sucks for that asshole. He, excuse my language. Sucks for that guy. He's not in it no more. Yeah, I mean, listen, I like Shia LaBeouf now. He's, he's come full circle for me, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, like... I went from hating Shia LaBeouf as an adult to now loving Shia LaBeouf as an adult. <laughs> like, I'm neutral on the guy. I'm... He's just so it's so great just watching him do things. It's I like I feel about Shia LaBeouf how most people feel about Kanye. You know, <laughs> he's just there. Yes, he is my Kanye. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, Children of Blood and Bone, that's happening. Uh, so that's that's great. That's a thing that's happening that they that we don't know who's doing anything about it. But uh, yeah, it seems like a very interesting premise. Um, we get to see some Africa stuff and hopefully it won't be weird and racist. Um, Disney, do your best. Um, and uh Taika Waititi's doing another Star Wars thing. So that's great. That sounds interesting. As we were talk- speaking about earlier, Taika Waititi's really into- in bed with Disney. So the more he gets in bed with them, the the more freedom they'll give him in terms of what he can do. So excited about that. 
Exactly. And uh, what he did with the Mandalorian was great. And they gave Jon Favreau like free reign to play around with that. And we see how popular that is. Um, so I think Taika Waititi definitely is going to be able to make something awesome. Um, Patty Jenkins is who directed Wonder Woman is doing something with Rogue Squadron. So I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. Um, we can skip all the Nat Geo stuff because guess who doesn't care about Nat Geo? This boy um. <laughs> Earth is there is on Disney is one of the tabs. If you want to click it, go ahead. You might enjoy some of the documentaries. I could care less about them. I feel like this exactly. is something that should have been thrown into Hulu, not Disney Plus, because that's just such an odd thing to have there. I mean, you know, kids might enjoy watching animals or something like that. Who knows? Uh, oh, no. OK, this is great. The Mighty Ducks is coming back. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers starring Emilio Estevez. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's happening. I love the Mighty Ducks. Um. I love the animated cartoon more than the actual movies, um, but the Mighty Ducks movies was pretty great. <laughs> Never seen uh, it. Oh, you got it's on Disney Plus. You got to check it out. It's so stupid. It's literally ducks who play hockey and they're superheroes. Hmm. <laughs> so it's the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh Peck is in the new Turner and Hooch on Disney Plus. That's happening. Uh quite enjoy josh peck so good on him for getting that work do your thing um cool big shot uh girls basketball team i'm assuming um and it has uh event nicole brown jessel jesselyn gilsig and uh john stamos everybody loves the stamos and event nicole brown cool um tony hale and christian shawl are doing some Benedict Society stuff based on a book series. Nobody knows what it is, but it's a mystery. Yeah. And I I won't even say, I won't even say the last one. I refuse to say it. I refuse. Uh, I refuse. <laughs> the, um, that family don't, of don't women that name. do things that actually don't do anything yes. are doing more things than Hulu. Exactly. I refuse to say it. Um, Efron is doing Three Men and a Baby, and I will 100% watch it because Efron. Um, sports thing happened. <laughs> uh, Cheaper by the Dozen is happening again, but this time, black people. <laughs> cool. Um, Gabrielle Union, so probably watching that. Um, Diary of Wimpy Kid is coming with a new animated film. They biffed that in live action, so maybe they'll do it better in uh, animated form. Cool. Uh, we could speed run at least 15 of these. Uh, Ice Age, that's happening. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> uh, Night at the Museum is getting an animated show. <laughs> When you find something that you actually care about, just stop me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't care about any of these. Jungle Cruise, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt, Edgar Ramirez, Jack Whitehall, Jesse Plemons, Paul Giamatti. That's happening. Um, it's coming to the theaters. Weird. Uh, the prequel for The Lion, Lion King. <laughs> the Lion King prequel. That's happening. Uh, the Little Mermaid. That's happening. Um, David Diggs is in it, so I'm excited. 
um chippendale <laughs> hybrid live action animated feature like who framed roger rabbit but it's at andy samberg and john mulaney as well as john mulaney and andy samberg uh, um, this one is the one that i'm actually out of all the quote-unquote crap that disney put out after that uh andy samberg i'm a big fan of him from the lonely islands and his snl so and the, yeah. the men spits hot fire Yes, and I'm a extreme huge fan of John Mulaney. Uh, I love John Mulaney so much um, because he's hilarious. Uh, I don't know if you watched his specials. I have no uh, idea Bradley who he is. Oh my, he's a hilarious comedian. Uh, all, I think most, if not all, of his specials are on Netflix. Um, New in Town is probably the best one, uh, although his newer stuff is still amazing. Uh, but New in Town and what's the other one? It's like something, some, uh, the young kid or something like that. Uh, and he does a voice in Big Mouth and he's just all around. And I think he wrote for SNL as well and is still writing for SNL and all around is just hilarious. He just looks like a Walmart version of, uh, Barry Allen from the CW show. He gets that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's constant, uh, but he's great. He's hilarious. Uh, okay, speed run, speed running, speed running. Uh, Pinocchio happening again. <laughs> uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, I don't, I don't know why they. Okay, whatever. It's Superman and Lois style, I guess. Uh, Disenchanted, which is weird because there's already a show on uh, on Netflix called Disenchanted. So don't get confused. Amy Adams, great. Um, sequel to enchanted i enjoyed enchanted great time uh what else what else what else what else sister act three is happening <laughs> great yeah uh <laughs> disney animation doing first ever original animated series are coming to disney plus baymax from the hit movie baymax <laughs> uh thing is like hero or something like that i don't big hero six that's the name of it uh zootopia plus and tiana and moana the animated series <laughs> i care about none of these things i care about tiana and moana um for obvious reasons love it i i like it um unless they got the original okay. cast from both of them i care nothing about them exactly um if they do get ali Icravalo though um 100 percent uh I, I will love it so much um so yeah they're making a science fiction series um iwaju um which is a pan-african thing that is a collaboration between uh disney and kugali uh so we'll see how great that is and uh good on disney for trying new things um encanto for uh, a movie about Colombia, Colombia, not Colombia, Colombia, uh, magical family live in a magical home and it's, uh, and it's Hispanic people And Lin-Manuel Miranda writes the music. How you feeling, Braulio? I care nothing about this. <laughs> all right. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, all right. All right. Pixar news. We're still, we're speed running. We're speed running this. There's so much stuff that we don't want you here for nine hours. So we're, we're speed running it. Uh, Pixar Soul is premiering on Disney Plus this Christmas. That's happening. I'm excited about that. Um, he's excited. Uh, uh, animated Studios, Pixar, tour, first never before seen on Disney Plus. Boom. Uh, Pixar Popcorn, mini shorts. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Doug Days, up spinoff where it just follows the dog of a duck. <laughs> um, 
what is happening? Lightning McQueen and Mater on a road trip across the country. The car is spinoff. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Uh, Pixar's first original long form animated series, Win or Lose, uh, is a new foray for Pixar. They've never done an animated series, and I'm excited to see where this happens. It's a middle school softball team, so I'm excited to see children fail at sports. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Um, Luca. <laughs> Uh, a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto. Uh, unforgettable summer, good time. Maybe he'll touch a boob. Who's to say? Um, I'm just, oh my God. Okay, I'm going crazy. All right. Uh, turning red. Uh, May, she turns into a red panda. Um, <laughs> Lightyear. I'm sure you'll be excited about this, Bradley. Lightyear, the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Chris Evans. I care nothing about this man, Chris. I, I saw but I saw the trailer for it, and I saw there be some of the stuff that Chris Evans have has, or some of the stuff that people has been like the leakers have been leaking about it. And I care nothing about him, man. I I'm never been a big fan of Buzz Lightyear. I think in or the original Toy Story, he was uh, one of the reasons that I stopped watching the films. I'm a big Woody guy. Wow. Well, um, I was a huge Buzz Lightyear guy from the animated series, the original animated series. Um, yes, the animated show. series was good. Can't lie. Yes. So hopefully, I think this is supposed to be about animated series Buzz Lightyear, not Toy Story Buzz Lightyear. I hope they had the. So, I forgot whatever his team was, but I have to. I hope that they're there. The Space Rangers. Yes, thank you. <laughs> they're so great. Um, and we finally hit what we, what you're all waiting for, Marvel. <laughs> Sorry, that was me having a nerd gas. Um, <laughs> There's yeah. so much. There's just so much. Is that first up, my wife, uh, the love of my life, uh, Wanda Maximoff, is having a show uh, that you all will support. You will all support my wife. Um, starts on January 15th, so I'll be there. First minute, the first second that show drops, I will be there to watch it. <laughs> Out of everything that Disney has announced so far, in terms of specifically Marvel, this is one of the one of the shows that I'm the most looking forward to. Yes, and I want my boy back. I want Vision back. Um, he's great. He's an underutilized character, honestly. Um, and their relationship is, I mean, it's lived with me through several decades at this point. Um. But the idea of like a lady who can control the universe falling in love with a robot who's supposed to be emotionless, but he gains emotion is beautiful and uh, it's better than Romeo and Juliet. And that's it's just facts. Yeah. And there's at least this one of the shows that we for the most part, we know the most about. So I'm, I'm just excited about the show. Yes. And hopefully my my boys, my my children Billy and Tommy will be in this show. They are. Um, I don't know if you saw the trailer, but you could see a scene that um that Wiccan is actually has like the, you know those those um toys that babies have in their cribs that like spins and does stupid ass music. A mobile. Yes, thank you. That. Uh, oh yeah. He actually turns the toy butterflies into real butterflies, which yes. leads into one of the rumors that has been circulating on the winter Wars right now that. Wiccan is gonna be the the next bad of the MCU. <gasps> My son would never be evil. Dude, How he, dare they? He has the power for it though. Yeah, but he's he's part of the Young Avengers. He is my son. I love him. How dare they think he is evil? I don't know. Man. How dare they? <laughs> I'm I'm just excited for the show, man. I'm I, January fifteenth can't come any sooner. 
Exactly. If anything, Tommy would be the evil one. He's the juvie kid. Um, yeah, but you know, but Disney's now now so much. Disney's gonna change it up, and it's not gonna follow the same thing as the comics. So let's see what happens. Yes, and as long as they are my adorable children, I do not care. Um, I love them so much. Uh, grew up reading those comics. Great time. Great time. Um, so yeah, that's happening. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness debuts March twenty fifth. 2022 so we know that that's happening it has my lady elizabeth olsen in it so i will be there to watch it and she will tell Egio for it, who uh i don't see honestly enough and it's directed by sam raimi a <laughs> and the biggest bombshell out of everything that they announced for this movie is that it actually ties into both wandavision excuse me into wandavision as well as spider-man so yes spider man 3 too many spider-man no that means spider-verse confirmed the fact that the multiverse of madness is signed into the spider-man movie that's it it's confirmed there's no reason that all the rumors about toby mcguire about andrew garfield about doc Ock, jamie fox the gwen stacy's the mary jane blige no what's her name <laughs> mary jane watson mary jane watson <laughs> There's no way now that it's confirmed that it's tied to Doctor Strange that it doesn't lead into the the multiverse and into the Spider Verse into Morales. I mean, what I am? I want I want emo Spider Man back. It's not gonna happen though, unfortunately. I want it to happen again. <laughs> I need it to happen again. I need this. I'm just excited for this movie, man. This out of the movies, not the shows, but the movies. This is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Doctor Strange 1 was already my favorite movie. So Doctor Strange 2 with everything that's been rumored and like um, with the leaks that dropped on 4chan that I read on episode 29. No, I'm lying. Episode 28 of the Broadway Show podcast. Oh, my God. I can't wait for this movie. Yes. Uh, the second show that I'm most excited for behind uh, the show starring my wife um, is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because uh, I hope that what I really hope I hope they don't do like a, a too much of a gritty thing like Falcon and Winter Soldier is supposed to be. A, it's a buddy cop thing like it's a buddy comedy and we all know it, you know, I got those vibes from the trailer. Yeah, you know, so I hope they don't get too like gritty with it because the two of them on screen together are magic and they're hilarious and I love it. I just want two brothers doing brother stuff, being jerks, you know? <laughs> you know, it's one thing that I loved about the trailer the fact that they didn't show Sam actually wielding the shield because I know that, that once that happens, it's going to be an iconic moment, especially with everything. That Sam, that um, Anthony Mackie has been saying that for him it has been this huge moment, knowing that he was gonna take up the mantle of Captain America. Everything that him actually holding the shield represents, especially for the you know for the for the black community, it's it, there's no way that he's not gonna be Captain America moving forward. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think the the show is about his coming to terms with now you're the guy you know like you're captain america now and you have to get over all these feelings of like well i don't deserve it and maybe bucky should be captain america and stuff like that and um and then we'll finally get to see it and you know it'll become like such an iconic moment for everybody you know where it'll be like hey i could maybe be captain america one day you know as a young 
black or indigenous or you know person of color uh i could maybe be captain america <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm really excited about the show man and i'm glad that is not being delayed by the black widow not being released so you know yes. good on them so even though i wanted it in october but i'll take it in march that's fine yeah which kind of leads me to believe that that's around the time that wanda bitch is gonna be wrapping up probably yeah yeah and i mean the the two of them i love the two of them everybody loves the two of them they're so funny that car scene sold this entire show for everybody before even seeing the trailer yes and it's only like a 15 second scenes and that's how good they are exactly you know and it's you know it, all the promos that well, you see the two of them just in promo for the movies and that's just their dynamic as people like they're clearly just great friends who love ribbing on each other and it's great <laughs> that's the best type of friendship man that you could insult the shit out of somebody else and not be offended that's the best exactly but they they got such a strong bromance you know just anthony mackie just hitting on sebastian stan for like 20 minutes straight just be like mm, dumb some nice blue eyes yeah <laughs> and uh, speaking of blue eyes you know who doesn't have blue eyes natasha romanoff yeah and you know why she doesn't have blue eyes because she died she died uh, why would you say this about my dead wife <laughs> but it's awesome man they i i all right so black widow has a release date of may 7th 2021 that's not gonna happen it won't nope (laughs) uh there's no way that i'm going to theaters mid-pandemic i don't care if there's a vaccine right now or whatever it is it is not enough isn't to me it's not a real vaccine because I'm not going to be part of the live clinical trials. I'm not going to be a guinea pig. And yeah, I'm not risking my health to go to the theaters to see a movie. Doesn't matter how excited I am for the movie. I'm just going to wait until it comes officially to Disney Plus. And yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I've said it before. If I can rent out the entire theater, I'll go see it. Um, if not, then I don't care. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just not going I'll be at home yeah. but out of the those prop, these properties I think Black Widow is one of the ones that we've spoken about the most so yeah, no, I don't 100%. I don't really think there's anything else at least from my part to say about it yeah um, the new Doctor Who uh, I mean Loki uh, is is coming in May 2021 this trailer was freaking unbelievable I can. It's one hundred percent. It's Doctor Who, <laughs> dude. I cannot believe how excited I am about this show. Like when I do the show full, when the show was first announced, and even in Endgame, when you see him taking the Tesseract and you know dipping into whatever the hell he dipped, it was so good. But now the fact that we saw the first trailer, we see Owen Wilson playing the director yes. of the TWA, which is the Time Author- Time Variant Authority. Well, TVA, not TWA, TVA, the Tambarian Authority. Dude, I am so freaking excited. And then he even, you could tell that Chris Hemsworth is going to make a cameo in the show. Yeah, which we, of course, you want him to. Like this show, I'm excited about it. Number one, don't let my comments fool you, audience, into thinking that I'm not excited about this show. I love Doctor Who and I love Umbrella Academy. And this show essentially is both of those shows mixed together. <laughs> yes. And so it's everything I love. 
yeah, if you have not seen the trailer, go anywhere online right now, which is if you're a fan of either Marvel, Disney, nerd stuff, this trailer is everywhere because this is one of the things that we, that's the first trailer and people are really excited about it. Exactly, because uh, I mean, it is is everything a sci fi people love. Like I said, it's it's Doctor Who meets Umbrella Academy um, and Umbrella Academy, of course, massively popular right now. Uh, Doctor Who, of course, been massively popular for a very long time. So, of course, they're going to do and who better to do it with in the MCU than Loki? Yes. Like, who else would be wacky enough to pull something like that off? Nobody. Dude. <laughs> and Owen Wilson, man, I when he was announced to be part of the the cast for Loki, I was like, what's this comedy guy going to do? He's, you know, he's done his serious roles and stuff, but I was like, what, what he's going to do? But now to know that I he's... I mean, nobody's going to make a serious Loki show. Yeah, <laughs> but to know that he's going to be the director of the TWA, oh my God, TVA, I'm excited for the show, man. And he looked, he looked good. Yes. Yes. Good to know that Owen Wilson is uh is looking great in his age and just doing what he want to do, you know? Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, not much more to say about that show, but uh, wow. And um, I'm excited to see it. <laughs> yeah, and the first uh, episode is titled Glorious. Or well, not the first episode, but the first trailer is titled, titled Glorious, which it is. Yes. And hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll get... um. A couple of like like there's a lot of time travely characters in Marvel, um, including pretty much a Doctor Who ripoff, which is just a guy who has like a time traveling library. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to delve into like characters like that and Loki will just hang out with them because that'd be fun. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that'd be interesting to see. Um, what if is happening? That's coming in the next summer. Uh, if next summer exists. Um. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I love the MCU, but I could care less about this show. I quite enjoy. I love. Uh, I quite enjoy what if stuff. Um, in the comic form, at least the original runs of the what ifs. Uh, as I'm sure people can tell, because I have an entire what if section in the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see it. I I'm I like them more when they're. I would have liked it more if it were live action, but I could see. You know, I can see the the animated reasonings. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, gonna watch it, but it's out of all the shows, is one the one uh, the ones that I care the least about. Exactly. Um, production just wrapped for Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So hopefully, we'll get more uh, Mandarin stuff, like real Mandarin stuff this time, not Ben McKenzie Mandarin. <laughs> yes, and actually, uh, one of the cast members that I'm excited for is. For Aquafina. <laughs> no, 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 no. Her name is Ronnie Che. <laughs> for Fala Chen. Ah, fantastic yes, yes, actress. Yes, 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 yes. yes. One hundred percent. And the movie's coming out in July, yes. July 9th, twenty twenty one. In theaters, weirdly enough, Disney is uh, they're 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 uh, they're committed to the th- this theater thing, man. They're hedging their bets now, you know? Um, yeah, Miss Marvel, that's happening. Uh, it's fine, I guess. I mean, I'm not, you know. Uh, I never was, I wasn't a big fan of the Miss Marvel character, the name, honestly. I wanted her to have a different name because I felt like, I felt like they were putting her in the shadow of 
for former Miss Marvel, current Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I wanted her to have like her own name and her own identity. Um, but the character's cool. So yeah, I'm cool with uh with the show about her. I'm down with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same here. Um, so that's coming late next year. Enjoy that. Uh, Captain Marvel two is happening. That's yes happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this because the the movie is obviously starting Carol Danvers again, uh, which is Brie Larson returning. Um, also is gonna be directed by Nia Da Costa, and yep. other characters that are gonna be joining is Iman Vellani, which is the 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 person that's gonna be playing Miss Marvel, Monica Rambeau, who's mm. gonna be from who's coming from WandaVision, played by Tiana Paris. So yeah, this movie I know a lot of people didn't like this movie. I enjoyed it. It wasn't my favorite MCU movie, but it's definitely an enjoyable one. And I really didn't care about Brie Larson's uh comments, her political stand, her beliefs outside of the movies, because Honestly, her beliefs don't really affect me, so I care about the character, and I think she did great, so I'm very excited for the part two of the movie. Yeah, um, I think uh, I've, I've spoken about it before. I reviewed the entire movie. Um, I thought it was okay. It was, uh, it was a mid-Marvel movie, which isn't bad in any sense of the word, mm-hmm. but it's not the best that they could have done. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited to see Iman Vellani play Miss Marvel. Um Again, I hope that they give her more of her own personality. Uh, I think the characters come into her own as as they've let her breathe in comics rather than her just being this like fangirl because that's what she was originally, where she was just like this weird fangirl that kind of followed all the heroes around. Um, but I think as they, as they let her character kind of evolve, she's coming to her own much more. And I hope they really show that side of it as opposed to, you know, fan fiction writer miss marvel in the movie <laughs> mm-hmm. um but eternals that's happening richard madden Gemma chan kumail nagiani lauren ridloff brian tyree henry salma hayek leah McHugh, don lee barry kogan kit harrington and angelina jolie that's happening and chloe Zhao directing <laughs> yeah for me i really don't got anything much else to say about this movie i've spoken a lot about the film i'm really excited for it and I'm looking forward to it. So for me, that's just the most I can say about it. Yes, it's a thumbs up for me as well. Uh, Hawkeye, uh, starring Jeremy Renner, and um, uh, I don't want to say anything untoward. Uh, so I was going to say something weird. I'm not going to say it. Uh, the lovely Haley Steinfeld um, playing Kate Bishop. Uh, I was going to say something real simpy for a second. I'm not going to say it. Uh <laughs> So that's happening. Excited to see it. I really want to watch that. It's going to be very fun. Yeah, same here. I'm excited uh, for the show. I know a lot of Hawkeye's not a lot of people's favorites, but he he did good, and I'm excited to see the show. Exactly. So that's coming to Disney Plus. She Hulk, a uh, coming to MCU. Tatiana Maslany um, is going to be Jennifer Walters slash Sea Hulk. She Hulk. Uh, and Tim Roth is coming back as the Abomination, and Mark Ruffalo is going to be in the series. So that's going to be that's going to be pretty fun. It's coming to Disney Plus. So Ruffalo finally was confirmed that Hulk was going to be there, which you can't have a chic Hulk show without Hulk at least making a cameo. 
Uh, the biggest news is that Tim Roth is coming back as Abomination. The last time we saw Abomination was 2008 when he played Abomination in the Ed Norton version of the Hulk. So I am yes. super hyped for what this could mean. It could mean that the Thunderbolts are finally coming to the MCU. Red Hulk might be coming to the MCU. And the best thing is that the leader might be returning to the MCU. And let's let's not forget uh, my favorite, well, second favorite after She-Hulk, Red She-Hulk. I doubt that that will happen in at least season one of the show. Definitely maybe a season but, two kind of thing. But I want it so bad, Braulio. I, d- I doubt Marvel it. Marvel knows that I want it so bad. Yeah, but I doubt it, though. Like, so bad. I feel like first they have to introduce Red Hulk, and then they introduce the the different color variation concept before they introduce... I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I think. And maybe Rick Jones, maybe A-Bomb, you know, all the various Hulks and Hulk affiliates, you know? Yeah. Uh, Uh, Moon Knight, my favesy. Um, one of my favesies, uh, Moon Knight. I've been waiting for this show for a very long time. I have a YouTube video somewhere where I'm very angrily ranting about how Moon Knight doesn't have a show yet uh, from a couple of years back. And it's finally here. It's not rated R, unfortunately, probably because it's going to Disney Plus, but it's finally here. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think they dropped anything major about it. I didn't watch the investor call. Or listen to it in this case. It but, was nothing major. Yeah, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm I've shared my thoughts. I'm excited for the show. So yeah, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Secret Invasion is happening. Yes, Ben Mendelsohn. This is the one. This is the show that I think is gonna have the biggest repercussion on the NC on the MCU moving forward. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna not only are they gonna wreck things for uh, for people in the MCU, but we're also gonna be able to to finally see, finally we're gonna see what's up with the scrolls. Yeah, and the fact that Nick Fury is gonna be the main character of the show, and considering how important Nick Fury is to the MCU, I really think that the fact that these two concepts nick fury and secret invasion are coming together is going to be the one show that's going to have because you know from the comic books the secret invasion is when the scrolls pretend to be the the, the earth's heroes and everything and a lot of different people around the world and if yeah, done but right in this one the scrolls are the good guys yes yeah, so that's the the odd part so depending on which route they go it could have major impacts on the mcu man and i'm extremely excited for this show I'm I'm actually I'm hoping that they keep the scrolls as the good guys. Like oddly enough, I like we've all been conditioned almost at this point to not trust the scrolls and not like the scrolls. But I'm liking this whole like flip reverse thing that they're doing where the scrolls are actually good. Same here. Um yeah. Uh Dominique Thorne is uh is playing Riri Williams in Ironheart. That's coming. That's happening. You know how excited I am about it. How many times have I mentioned that I wanted Riri Williams to come to MCU? Exactly. And she's finally she's gonna be here. She's gonna do it. I'm excited to see what uh what they do with that. I'm sure they're gonna be great. Um and I, I mean hopefully she'll also cross over with uh with Don Cheadle in Armor Wars. Yes, and there's no way that that's not gonna happen. And there's no way that during Armor Wars that we're not going to get Harley Keener to make a cameo. 
because if it's that would be cool if there's a show based on what the description says that Tony Stark's worst fears coming true Harley Keener is gonna be a good segue to bring Tony's legacy if they don't use Spider-Man which I don't think they will no no you don't waste Tom Holland for that oh I don't think it's a waste at all man because Disney's moving everything to streaming so the more no, I mean uh, not like it's a bad idea but I mean you know like you don't you don't bring in Tom Holland for that, you know? Like, Tom Holland doesn't belong in that area, you know? He's not a tech guy. Yeah. Uh, see, it goes back to what we were discussing a few weeks back, that I personally feel like the MCU Spider-Man is one of the best variations because he's so involved in Tony Stark's story. But I know you're not a big fan of that, so for me, I hope that I, he's... I hate it so much. I hope that he's in it, man. <laughs> Look. Ash Ketchum of dads. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this Pokemon dadding. Don't you don't got to catch them all, Peter. All right, you can let other people have dads, dude. <laughs> all right. Uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy is pulling a Star Wars and doing a holiday special. <laughs> uh, I'm interested to know more about this. I don't have much to say because there's not really much to know. But I guess it's a kind of like a segue between Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So to keep us, you know, knowing that Guardians are still around. So Yeah, and James Gunn is uh writing and directing it. So hopefully we'll get uh Chunky Thor as well. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get more of Groot, which we are gonna get more of Groot in the Disney Plus show coming to Disney Plus. I said Disney Plus twice, three times now. <laughs> uh I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot, I am Groot, uh, I am Groot, I am Groot. That's all I have to say about it. The thing that I don't like about this is that says Baby Groot will be start, starting in the series, so that means there's a prequel. But he's also adorable, so you know. He could just be one of the other limbs or something that survived. You know? I doubt it. But, I'm, okay, so I'm the biggest defender of the MCU, and I love the MCU. But I'm getting tired of the prequels. Just move forward. Well, you're right. <laughs> There's nothing I can say about that. You're right. <laughs> uh, Christian Bale is joining Thor Love and Thunder as Gore the God Butcher. It's happening. <laughs> I'm disappointed that he's not going to be playing Beta Ray Bill, but I guess... Very true. I want Beta Ray Bill. Bring him. Stop being a coward. Do it. I mean, they might still bring him, but it's not going to be by Bale anymore. But I hope that uh, that Bale is not just in it as a one-time villain and that he actually stay, sticks around, especially if they introduce the the Greek gods like Hercules and stuff. Because Gore has yes. his encounters with Hercules. That would be very fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and Hercules, of course, ties into She-Hulk because the two of them were a thing at one point. Yep. Nice. Uh, Blade is coming back, starring Mahershala Ali. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. They didn't really <laughs> announce. Really disabled. Yeah, they didn't announce much <laughs> other than, you know, still happening. Exactly. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, the third one's happening. Uh, no one. Uh, I guess Catherine Newton, uh, is joining in a bigger role as Cassie Lang and Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. So we're finally getting Kang. Um, that's happening. So that'll this. be awesome. I hate this. Why would you why would you hate this? Why would you hate this? I hate two things about this. I hate that they recast 
uh, Cassie Lang. I feel like the the actress, the little girl that was playing the actress since the beginning, she was fantastic. At this point, it's been a few years, so she's gotten a bit older. And she's a big fan of the MCU. She's a big fan of Marvel. And she's posted and reposted on her Instagram pictures of like fan drawings of her as stature. So the fact that they recasted her is kind of disappointing. I wish that she would have been the one. And the second thing that's disappointing is the fact that now we officially know that Jonathan Majors is going to be Kang the Conqueror. And that we know that he's going to be in it. Like, I I know that he was going to be in it, but I wish I would have hoped that it would have been more of a mystery kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, is who did uh, who played Cassie in Endgame? I don't know the actress, but I'm I'm glad that they didn't keep her. No offense to the actress, but she she didn't do anything for me. Okay. Um. Yes. Uh. Black Panther two. That's coming July eighth, twenty twenty two. Written and directed by Ryan Coogler. Um. And they will not be recasting T'Challa. Um. So they'll be. Focusing on other characters. I so that's uh, I mean that's pretty big. <laughs> it is, and we've spoken about this for several times. And yes, it's horrible what happened to Chadwick, um, R.I.P. and everything. But there was so much more to do with T'Challa, the character, that I feel like they should have just recasted him and done do it in a tasteful way for you know, continue the legacy and everything, but Marvel doesn't have, yes, they have a movie starting an all black cast, but T'Challa was the, the, the lead actor, you know, him and Killmonger, Killmonger being dead now and Chadwick, unfortunately passing away in real life. Now they're, I feel like they're, that representation is going to be not lackluster, but it's not going to be as grandeur as it was previously. If that makes any sense. It does. It does. It makes it makes perfect sense in what you're saying. Um, I like you know. I was I was on the camp of like don't recast. Just kind of, kind of shift away. Um, because there, unfortunately, it, it does become sort of that thing where characters become synonymous with the people that play them. It's like a it's like Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you can't separate the two at a certain point or him playing Han Solo, you know, um, Alden Eichenreich got a bad deal because he played Han Solo and everybody was like, you're not Harrison Ford. I don't care how good of your Harrison Ford impression you have. You're not Harrison Ford. Right. Um, so it becomes that sort of thing, uh, especially when you do something as iconic, uh, and groundbreaking and kind of influential as a character like that. So I, I don't think there was really any good, good out for them in recasting. <laughs> Yeah, but there's so much to do with T'Challa, man. Like, the character is... Yes, he was, at this point, tied to Chadwick, but he shouldn't be. It is... If, let's say, God forbid, you and I were to pass away now, right? It's not mm-hmm. like our jobs are just going to be like, okay, the Braulio passed away, let's just cancel the, the operations manager position. No, they're going to rehire... I will be honored and I'll move on. Why is it that celebrity deaths signify the end of that character? Yes, I know that there is big leap and big difference in, from one thing to the other, especially in the connection that they have with other people. But if you want to continue being inclusive, not necessarily being inclusive, but being honoring a person and continuing the legacy and 
doing more stories with T'Challa, which is a character that is very involved in a lot of different stories. Just recast and, like I said a million times, do it in a tasteful way. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it just comes down to to not being able to separate uh, art from artist, um, which you know, which which society kind of has an issue with in the first place because uh you know when you look at like cancel culture or whatever you know it's it's the inability to separate art from artists because the art exists in what's supposed to be a vacuum but that person the artist influences it in certain ways by bringing their own personality or their own whatever to it um and somebody you know i was against it because somebody else playing that character wouldn't feel the same right Mm -hmm. and I think that's what most people kind of fall on the border of is like it it won't feel the same like it, it it's not going to feel right like it's weird when it happens when you see somebody like it's like if they recasted Princess Leia you know like it it, it would have felt wrong you know like it, it wouldn't have felt right <laughs> yeah i guess yeah so I think it just it just comes down to that sort of like odd feeling. But I mean, they can do stuff with them in uh, in like what ifs and stuff, you know, and shows you could do stuff with them in there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think Chadwick before his unfortunate passing that he actually did the voices for the the what if show when he's the what if Chad, not Chadwick, what if T'Challa was the one adopted up, up well, abducted by Yandu and he became Star-Lord. So I think he did the voices yeah. for that already. So you can do, you know, you can do stuff like that with the shows and because they already have somebody else voicing T'Challa in the, uh, I think it was either, it was either a Black Panther show on Disney Plus or like the Spider Man show or the Guardian show, something like that. It's the Avengers so can, Unlimited you know, show. Yeah, that one. So you can do stuff with the character in other places. It's just you know the movies. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> but like shows, you can do stuff. Yeah, you know? I guess. Just be like alternate universe to Chala or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think it also just gets confusing to like normies as well. And I think Marvel's trying to avoid that because people who don't know about it and know nothing about it, they'd be like, wasn't it wasn't that a different guy? <laughs> yeah. So uh John Watts is directing the new Fantastic Four movie, which they've said nothing about yet. <laughs> Yes, and I saw a lot of negative comments about it, for especially from people that don't like Spider-Man because he's the director for Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home. So a lot of it's a very divisive decision to pick him as a director, but I think he did a good job. I enjoy both those films, and I'm very cautiously excited for what Marvel's going to do. Or Marvel Studios is going to do with the Fantastic Four. I know that so far they haven't let us down, especially with the casting. And I really hope that it's John Krasinski and Emily Blunt playing Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Maybe throw John Cena in there as the thing. John Cena. That was that was an actual just unwanted reaction. I, <laughs> I did not consciously want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> wait for which one for krasinski blunt or cena no john cena i didn't physically want to say that he just came out <laughs> i mean he looks the part 
he's bulky it's brolic and oh okay you didn't hear me okay you didn't hear that okay oh, no, i didn't hear what you'll you said. hear it when the okay yeah you'll hear you'll hear it when you listen to it <laughs> i did no but what they said what they that say? wasn't a conscious thing i did the john cena meme <laughs> what's the john cena meme where you just say his name weird <laughs> like he's coming into a wrestling ring isn't it that <laughs> yep oh I didn't do it on purpose. It just came out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, re- it's a normal reaction. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, like, oh, man, dude. It roughed it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I hope. And who do you th- who do you want for Johnny Storm? Uh, for Johnny Storm? Uh, we talked about it, and I forgot who it was that I mentioned. Uh, hmm. Who could be a great Johnny Storm? How about you? While I think about it, uh, all I can think about is Chris Evans right now. Um, but I would say, you know, who I would like who could do it, Zach Efron. Yes, Zachary Efron. <laughs> I remember who I mentioned. I mentioned uh, Leon Hensworth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he could do it. Who Who do you think is gonna he, play uh, Mister Fantastic and Sue Storm? I mean, it's got to be it's got to be my man's John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, right? Yeah, and for the thing, uh, probably not The Rock. <laughs> no, you know, actually, but what if it was? <laughs> that'll be weird because I'll feel like I'm watching a Rock movie again. The Thing, played by The Rock, <laughs> that's The Rock. Exactly. <laughs> As a rock. <laughs> you know who will be good as the thing also? Ben Diesel. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he stated that he's actually down to do another role, not just Groot. Speaking of Vin Diesel, I would love for him to, to play the thing. Um, and this is but this is too perfect of a segue for me to not say it. Uh Speaking of Vin Diesel, apparently he's going to be a character in Ark Survival Evolved sequels. So he's doing video game stuff now. Cool, cool, cool. You know, he's, he's he keeps that just that just dropped a couple of hours ago from the Game Awards, um, which he's this episode is two hours. Is He's a massive nerd. D&D campaigns and all that. I want to play in his D&D campaign just one time. Him and Joe Manginello, you know? be great <laughs> yeah um but yeah like I, I would like to see him as a any of the bald hollywood men i would like to see them as the thing cool 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 jason statham yeah yes jason statham uh vin diesel the rock tyrese <laughs> oh tyrese will do a good job too he has that kind of I'm personality that would have been great for the thing yeah i'm just listing the fast and furious cast <laughs> Uh, Idris Elba I don't know all the bald Hollywood men oh he's never coming back to Marvel he hated it <laughs> I mean they did him dirty they did my man's dirty so hard um yeah uh oh that's adorable um yes yeah, so yes the game awards that also happened this has been two hours long so we're not gonna we're not gonna go through every single thing that happened at the game awards but I did take notes while I watched it so and Bradley I don't think you watched it did you uh, I, I'll be I'll be 
honest with you and i'll give you a hot take i, I could care less about it all right great <laughs> this is just to update you people um so you'll know what's what's happening in the world of video games because this is a pop culture pod- podcast and i would be amiss to not mention it um so i just have the main stuff valkyrie one content creator of the year that's the number one thing i'm super proud of her super excited about the things that she's done already and i'm super excited to see where she goes in the next year she deserves it 100 and she is uh she's great at the thing that she does um so congratulations ray uh you'll probably never hear this maybe you will who's to say but let's play uh let's play among us sometimes or let's play valorant sometimes and uh you can teach me how to actually use a first person shooter game um because i know good i know good at that um so yeah she won that great hosted by jacksepticeye on that one segment there uh among us won twice for two separate categories and they revealed a new map so that was interesting to say the least they're uh they're a great team the four of them they've been grinding for a lot of years they did the henry stickman stuff um and they finally hit with among us and i'm uh, i'm very excited to see where they go from here uh because they deserve it they've been working really hard um ghosts of shishima got completely shafted uh they won like nothing uh and they should have won at least five different awards and they just didn't get it um so sorry everybody who was rooting for them uh and honestly not that bad in terms of virtual award shows that i've seen in 2020 like probably one of the best ones that i've seen this year uh which is saying something um and that's since and every you know Fortnite did stuff and you know whatever a whole bunch of people did a bunch of things where they made a bunch of money and they're gonna keep making money that happened uh <laughs> cool so that was the game awards for uh and that's pretty much everything that happened there um main thing is ray won and that's what matters all right she didn't think she was gonna win she did i'm very proud of you ray um what's the the next thing is the video series we're working on Braulio. We we oftentimes say that we're working on things and we oftentimes are um and those things get put out but we never actually speak on what they actually are that we're doing so Braulio, what video series are you working on right now uh for the youtubes or for like big projects whichever one you want to talk about so in terms of youtube what i'm doing is i'm trying to repurpose the the channel from a tech-centric channel to more of a podcasting-centric channel, which I do behind the scenes into the podcasting world and actually do live podcasts and stuff like that. So that's on the YouTube side of things. That's what I'm mostly trying to focus on. And on big project kind of things, I'm actually working on a indie film myself once I'm something that I'm very proud of something that I've been working on for a while the script is coming along great um the story to share a little bit about the story is a story about this young lady she has a faithful encounter with a love former love interest and there's a suicide um, not a suicide but there's a death that's involved in the story which leads to kind of a runaway situation and it's something that is going to be really interesting once completed and i'm really excited for yes and uh spoiler alert i play the new love interest i'm kidding that that is right that is right (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding um 
unless no uh maybe <laughs> who's to say we don't know um so uh yeah uh for me videos i'm working on uh just gaming stuff gaming stuff will be back next week so i'm going to be playing cyberpunk 2077 and some uh f1 2020 and some minecraft i guess i don't know things will be i'm getting a schedule i'm working out. i'm figuring it out guys i promise um and i'm doing this uh, new music series called working it out um losing it from home where uh i'm pretty pretty much every week i'm gonna try and figure out uh, a new beat to put up something that sounds different something for different moods different vibes um that you guys can check out every week on my YouTube channel um, on Fridays. So there will be one up as of the posting of this episode. There will be one up on the YouTube channel. You can go and listen to it. Um, Bralio's heard it. Uh, what do you think of it, Bralio? Amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll be happening. And then I'm going to be uh, doing some stuff with uh, short short stories. Um where i don't know if you enjoy asmr you might enjoy those it's not necessarily going to be an asmr thing it's just going to be me reading so if that helps you then great if not then i i I don't know i don't know what to tell you that's what i'm going to be doing i'm going to be writing stuff and then reading it to you so get used to it uh um but we've come to that time of of day night whenever you're listening to this again where we recommend things to you Impralia, what are you recommending to the people for this week? Uh, this one is a very odd recommend, but it's something that I didn't think I would find interesting. But I've been cooking a lot lately, and one thing that comes to mind when you cook is seasoning your food, right? So when you season your food, you want to make sure that all the the flavors and juices get into the said material that you're that you're using right so yeah this is not a sponsor post this is not an affiliate link this is nothing related to that this is just one person sharing his opinion and what i recommend for this week is a stainless steel syringe baster for cooking that i've been extremely fascinated it comes with two different needle points for different uh types of meats and yeah is called it's $13 on Target or at Target and highly highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah, I mean uh I was just I was making food today and I was like, you know, I really hope that I get to infuse like a flavor into it. Um because it is is really difficult to do when you're like cooking stuff and you don't want it to just get on the outside, you want it to get into the inside of the meat, you know. Yeah, and this one is great, man, because the, the two different needle points that it has, it has different sizes. So if you're, let's say, working with chicken breast only, you don't want to have like a big needle that's going to pierce right through it or spill the juices out. You want something smaller that will get more intimate with it. And this is a very weird recommend, but it's my recommend for the week. It's a good recommend. It's a good recommend. Um, and yeah, if you're if you're into cooking like we are, then... Uh, listen to the man and get yourself a, a baster yes with some needles because uh, it's important when you're like making steak and stuff to get your juices inside that's that sounded wrong um uh yeah uh for for my recommend of the week uh i don't know go uh go 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 watch uh go watch ludwig i don't know go watch some of his streams or no uh go watch uh potastic p on twitch uh 
or Tazy on Twitch. One of the one of those two. They're very lovely. Uh, they're very funny and they're very sweet. Um, and it's a great. It's a good time. It's a good time. Enjoyable. Uh, and yeah, do that. Um, so question of the week comes from Urkid on the Twitters, and he asks, "What alien species would you be if you were to be one?" from you know a movie franchise or you know pop culture oh that's simple i'll be a saiyan interesting yeah Uh, any particular reason why uh so that i could power up and be train 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 and become a deity and technically that's not cheating because the saiyans are a alien race okay okay I mean, I, I I also pretty much have, have skeeved it. I'd be a, I'd be a time lord, one hundred percent. Be Gallifreyan. Ah, <laughs> it goes with your name too. Okay. Exactly. You know, uh, big Doctor Who guy. Love it. Um, two hearts, regenerations, and uh, get to time travel and uh, you know, hang out with uh, young, attractive women. <laughs> cool, cool. For all eternity. That's awesome. <laughs> uh. So yeah, we've come to the end of the show. So Bradley will let the people know where they can find you in the interwebs. Uh, so you guys can find me on my podcast, The Bradley Show Podcast, where Morgan is a very special, frequent guest. Uh, it's a fun show where we talk about movies, tech, and other things, mostly Marvel-related. It's, let's be honest, it's mostly a Marvel-related podcast. Uh, but it's a, it's a fun discussion nonetheless. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Bralis underscore show. You can find me on TikTok where I started a new series, which I break down the Marvel movies in under one minute. The first movie that I cover was the first Iron Man movie. And you can find that at Bearded underscore Avenger on Twitter, where I, where I don't post much, but I do read stuff at Bralis show one. And if you want to see the show notes, uh, any topics that you might have missed from my show, you could go on podbean.bralioshow.com. Exactly. Um, yeah, it shows it shows good time. It's like a Marvel, more Marvel centric version of this show. Um, whereas this show kind of talks about anything and everything pop culture. His show delves really into like comic books and stuff, um, and like MCU movies and older films as well. Um, so if, yeah. if you enjoy that type of stuff, go go listen to it. Um, and do and, and do it with your pants down because you know it's a good time. <laughs> yes, his show is also uh, is not PG, so you can enjoy you can enjoy listening to us uh, say expletives as well. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you can find me on the on the Twitters at Morgan L. Brooks, on the Instagrams at Morgan L. underscore Brooks, uh, on Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok at Hidden Time Lord, H-I-D-D-E-N-T-I-M-E-L-O-R-D. Um, I'm getting good at that. Uh, <laughs> you can listen to my new song, Jester's Mask, on the YouTube thing, uh, and go and listen to Working It Out, uh, The Beginnings. Uh, which will be out by the time that this is out on YouTube as well. The link will be uh, in the thing where you're listening to this. Just look down and you'll you'll find it there. Uh, 
enjoy that. Um, I hope you enjoy this podcast enough to recommend it to somebody and share it around and, and rate it five stars and leave us reviews and do all the things that you know you're supposed to do uh, when you're listening to a podcast and you're part of a community. Um, but I appreciate you being part of that community so much. Uh, and I, I appreciate you being here. I love that you're here. And I thank you for, um, for choosing us uh, to be a part of this community because I know it's wild, it's wacky, it's weird, and it's, uh, it's a lot. So thanks. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Yes. Um, so until next week for this show or until two minutes from now when you go and watch more of our things or listening to more of our things or tweet at us to say more things, um, I bid you adieu and a goodbye and a good night or day whenever you're listening to this. Yes, and remember that Nesquik with sugar is just as bad as ice without fire. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs>